All right, everyone. Evelyn Lee Raymer with you with another Sunday night broadcast and another edition of the Evelyn Lee Raymer Show right here on WGNS. Our guest tonight is for the 4th Congressional District, Mr. Christopher Jolly Hale. We're going to have him in here in just a minute and get him on the air. He's been campaigning during COVID-19. I'm sure that's an interesting uh, situation in itself. You can watch us on at the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. Uh, I have to see. If I have to have my notes. The Edwin Lee Raymer Show on WGNS or Facebook Live on Facebook Live, and you can go to Bill's Mr. Murfreesboro page. Okay, for all of you that support him, want to see him, you may want to call in and ask some questions. I'm sure we'll get some of that too. Dalton, we're going to get right to it and give Chris the benefit of the most time. We give him the maximum yield of his time. And for right now, my name is Evan Lee Raymer, and yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. You're tuned into the Evan Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer. Taking your phone calls and text messages at 615-893-1450 on the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. Go. All right, it's a little stiff upper lip for you at ACDC, and this is the Winley Raymer Show, and I'm your host, Ed Raymer. We welcome you. This show is produced at studios of WGNS AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and you can reach us tonight with Chris, for Chris with your questions, comments, or ideas, or you can send a text to phone number 615 eight nine three one four five oh that's six one five eight nine three one four five oh you can also send us a text at that number and our producer mr dalton barrett will be more than happy to greet it over the air for you for those of you who don't wish to be heard live on the air my co-host as you know is mr bill wilson mr murfreesboro our guest is fourth congress fourth district congressional candidate Christopher Jolly Hale, he's here with us. You can also listen to us via the internet at WGNSRadio.com and Facebook at The Evanly Raymer Show on WGNS and Bill's Mr. Murfreesboro page is where my wife watches lots of the times and watches there as well. Now, you can also download the WGNS app and take WGNS with you wherever you go and listen whenever you wish. Uh, and all the other programs here. Angela Bingham is on with Simplicity at 6 o'clock every Sunday evening. Uh, Dalton, you're still doing Stephen's show. Stephen uh, uh, Reynolds, who uh, does a podcast on Thursday. On, it's loaded up on Friday morning. He comes up and uh, records with uh, Dalton now. They record that sometime early. And um, you can listen. He does a good job. And all the other programs. Jason Qualls is on every afternoon at 4. All right. Uh Chris Hale, good to see you again. It's been a while. Yeah, thank you for having me on tonight. I really appreciate being here. Well, thank you. We're glad to have you. I know it's been busy. You've been out working today, no doubt. Uh, yes. There are no days off for a politician, no. not this time of year. No, we have uh, 72 days till election, but the uh, course in Tennessee, we have pretty uh, generous early voting rules, and so 52 days before Tennesseans can go to the polls. So I got 16 counties, uh, Rutherford and 15 other rural counties mostly. So I spend, you know, I, I wake up. And I go out. And so the day we were in Franklin County and Marion County yesterday, we were in Van Buren and, and the rural parts of Rutherford. I right. mean, just keep going and going. Did you Tired. stop in Rock Island? 
Um, Rock Island. It, I, I've been That's Rock beautiful. Island. It is go- it's gorgeous. I love. I love. I love Rock Island. I love Fall Creek Falls. It's. We were there yesterday, though. Fall Creek it. Falls is beautiful. Oh, yeah. it's it's gorgeous. It's magnificent uh, setup. I'll tell you. Well, I was there yesterday. So the Van Buren County Fair, as you know, the county fairs have been you know condensed and or canceled, but they sure. they kept the car shows almost everywhere. They kept the car shows. So I was. Oh, uh, they did. Yeah. Okay. So fifty five uh, baby blue Chevy one uh, from a, a fellow in Pikeville. Um, so Ronnie, Ronnie uh, Angel won. So I was there for that. Uh, wow. But I was also in Las Casas for the Watermelon Festival and in in uh, Eagleville for the Sweet Corn Festival. Have I've, you been to Kittrell? I for had, the pancake <laughs> breakfast. Yes. You've got to go to Kittrell. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting. Kittrell. So, there you go. Well, it's interesting. So I'm 31. Um, I'm actually the youngest nominee that uh, this party's put forth in 42 years. Uh, it was Al Gore. Yeah, Jr. I was wondering about that because you are only 31. Sure. Right. And it's uh, well it's interesting you, how old do you have to be to be i thought you had 25 to be oh it's 25, 25. so it's a good question so 25 <laughs> to be congressman 30 to be senator and 35 to be a a the president president now yeah. what's interesting is in tennessee now in tennessee um state law you have to be 21 to be a state legislator but 30 to be a state senator so really so there's like this weird nine-year That's gap wild. so you, you know you, huh. you so you got a quite, pretty pretty profound little gap there but it's interesting you know honestly i'm i'm on the road uh, so much i run on red bull red bull and yeah is that you with the red bull uh car is no i you? should no no, no I, I i should uh put red bull out we should sell those things but what's remarkable about it is like you just go on and on and on it's a big district it's uh 16 counties about four hours and 20 minutes from Kolioka to meg's decatur in meg's county and decatur so you're out there so you are out it there. is and it's over the years it has been cut up Okay, sure. let's let's face it. Yeah, it's and been gerrymandered. It's for sure. a is that, strange yeah, going, is looking. Gerrymandered? Yeah, it yeah. sure is. And, and Bill, you know, we've talked about this before in the past. It's a, the way it's laid out is a weird it's section. Like a paramecium. Yeah. Well, it looks like. it, yeah. well, what, 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 let me be blunt though with you. So you know, Tennessee Dem- Democrats ran this state all throughout my childhood. Right, and, they did and for 120 right. plus years. We gerrymandered the hell out of it too. Let's be real. And so the okay. Republicans got in, and then exactly. they gerrymandered it too. Nothing like an okay. honest politician. Well, yeah, tell the truth. I mean, and so you know. Okay, so that's the end of this show, folks. So. The- <laughs> So the last person yeah. was Bart Gordon, and that year yeah. was two thousand ten. Was his last year in office? So twenty ten years. Yeah. So he. Um, it's been a decade, and the, the the hard reality is the results have gotten tough. We we've lost by about thirty points each time for the past uh, three cycles. They are. Here's the reality. Here's the harsh reality. Um, I could get every Democrat on God's green earth. Uh, there there and the most that will get me at the end of the day is about thirty five percent, give or take. If we get every Democrat to and they will. To vote. Yeah, and let's be real. Let's be the Democrats. It's an election year. We know the top of the ticket. Democrats will eat sand. They will walk over. They will walk over cracked glass. They will yeah. do whatever it takes to get out of this election. The reality of it is, I need to win about forty-five thousand non-Democrats to win this election. Independents, Republicans. Yes, we uh, already uh, have a phone call for you. Uh-oh. I guess it's for you, Chris uh, Dalton. If you would go ahead, put her caller on the air, please. Caller, you're there. I just want to tell Mr. Hale, Mr. Hale, I just uh, want to ask you the campaign was going, I hope it's going well. Um, I just want you to know you have my support on election day, but I wanted to ask you about what you, how you feel about this mail-in voting mm-hmm. stuff. I know in Tennessee it's not going to be a big deal, but I know other states, I know Kentucky they can if they want to, and I know um, uh, President Trump last week was saying something about on election day, that it, as far as in-person voting, he said he was going to have like sheriffs and law enforcement. He can't do that. He has attorneys and no. all this stuff to make sure that uh, make sure that uh, uh, 
in person both would say, well, he can't do it, but he thinks he can. That's one of his problems. He thinks he can do stuff, but he can't. He ain't read the Constitution. That's one of his problems. <laughs> he ain't read it. He, he, can't, he, he, couldn't even, he couldn't even read We the People. Put it in front of him. You know, what's going on? I, I, just, I just want to okay. say that. But I just want to say that. I was saying, let's get your thoughts on mail-in vote. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Jeff, thank you for your support of this broadcast. This is Jeff Neal. Uh, Jeff and I talk about once a week. He can't. He can't. He cannot order share. He well, can't order anybody to really. Go ahead, Chris. Well, the the, I mean, the best the best user of mail in voting in this country is President Trump. He mail in vote for the Florida presidential primary. He and, and his wife both. Yeah, and the Florida uh, the state state and federal primary. Look, mail in voting is a very legitimate form of voting. It um it we it should be used widespread. Here's the reality though. I I, I have to deal with the, so first with the issue. United States Postal Service should be fully funded. That issue precedes President Trump, quite frankly. But um, postal service is so critical to Tennessee, particularly in rural Tennessee. It's not just about a ballot. You know, folks get medication. They get say so you get welfare checks. They get, you get they checks. Get, you yeah, get retirement checks. Absolutely. You get Social Security. You get it all. Well, right. and so we've got to we got to acknowledge that rural America in particular needs a fully funded postal service. One of the things I make a criticism of my own party on is I think in the past really two decades, the Democratic Party has become a urban and suburban party, and we have forgotten about the needs of rural America. Yep. I'm going to be a rural Democrat. You know, I, I'm, so I'm from the suburbs. I'm lifelong Tennessean. I'm from Murfreesboro. But this this community, uh, it trends towards the rural communities, and they've been left out and left behind. And one of the ways that we can help rural America is by fully funding um, the, the United States Postal Service. But I do want to say to my voters, and folks out there, um, I'll be honest with you. I'm concerned about the postal service and its ability to, to get to get um, to get ballots back in a, a timely manner. If you are well and able, um, and you're of age and, and et cetera, I do encourage you to vote early in person, just so that you can have that confidence that you will that your vote will be counted. If you're going to do mail-in voting. Get your ballot now. In Tennessee, we can go right now. You can ask for a ballot now. You can get it in the mail by, by September. Get your ballot mat now and mail it in. Do not wait until the, the end of October. It's very important. If you're going to do mail-in voting, you need to do it today. Well, we have talked, of course, especially Bill and I get into this. Bill and I, we like politics. Okay? Sure. We like it as a sport, I guess, more than Grew up in it. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I mean, his dad used to be mayor, county mayor before they called it county mayor. I think they called it county chairman executive. of the county court. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Then it's county executive. But yeah. I mean, Alan Farley has done a fantastic job here in our county where you can go vote at any of these locations. Yeah, these if you live in the south end of the county and you work in the north end at lunch, you got to go run out and you can go vote. Sure. It's, he's done a. He's really done a great job of this. Well, and what that does is that creates a situation. You have eight, I think, early voting centers here in Rutherford County. That number might be a little off, but you have the ability to vote early in a safe manner and in a manner that that will that will um, um, be in in accord with cdc guidelines and social distancing you can maintain your health and well-being vote vote early here in rutherford county in particular thank you chris hale is our guest tonight mr murfreesboro bill wilson and i are here dalton barrett is on the board doing a good job as always my name is evan lee raymer we'll be back with you after our first series of breaks with chris we're going to talk a little more about politics back with you after this You know, I wanted to take just a minute and tell you about 
one of our finer restaurants here in town. That's Zao's Hibachi and Sushi Grill. Now, they are located out of Highway 231. That's Memorial Boulevard. Go out on past Adams Place. Go right up past Walmart and to the left. Take your next stoplight. That's Wendellwood Drive. 149 Wendellwood Drive, Suite B5. They're in the Sprout Shopping Center. This is one of the most unique restaurants you will ever eat at. Appetizers, extensive menus, soups, salad, sushi starters. But the biggest thing that you'll enjoy is the show on the hibachi grills. Now, Mark has set up four of these grills, and these chefs are second to none. Uh, the food, very reasonably priced, and if you got the kids with you, a date with you, they will show you a good time. That's Zao's Hibachi and Sushi Grill, 145 Wendellwood Drive here in Murfreesboro. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. somebody or do you yourself have storm damage on your house? Well, let me tell you about a locally owned business who you can call. Oakstone Builders LLC. They specialize in commercial and residential construction, remodel, and insurance work such as storms, floods, and fire. You can reach them at 931-488-5967. That's 931-488-5967. Or you can walk on in at 3173 South Church Street here in Murfreesboro. Once again, that's 931 488 Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. During her 29-year tenure, she's won multiple awards for being a top producer. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DNJ Ruthie Awards. She's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203, or reach her at 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyrhonda.com. Thanks for tuning in, and when you get ready to buy or sell real estate, give the Thomas Wilson team with Parks a call at 615-406-5872. We've been in the real estate business for over 25 years and have helped over a 1,000 families with their real estate needs. And we'd love the opportunity to serve you and your families. This is Bill Wilson with the Thomas Wilson team at Parks here in Murfreesboro. Give us a call. We will not disappoint. Curb them, crack them, or bend them. We can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Hello 
everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I'm Leah, the Bond Girl and owner of Grumpy's Bail Bonds, now serving 24 Middle Tennessee counties. Sometimes bad things really do happen to good people. And if you find yourself in jail needing bail, Grumpy's Bail Bonds is here for you. We'll get you out of jail with the fastest, friendliest, most affordable service. I guarantee you'll be happy when you call Grumpy's, 877-GRUMPY'S, or go to my website at grumpysbailbonds.com. Welcome back to the Evan Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer. Let's get back to the program. And we are back. Thank you, darling. Bill, you want to wish happy birthday? I know to I your mom. I need to tell my mother happy birthday. Carolyn Wilson's her birthday. Right. I guess it was, yeah, yesterday. And y'all had a big celebration. I right, saw. out Davidson, yeah. Las Casas, Tennessee. She even rode the four-wheeler. I noticed uh, that. Happy birthday to, to Mayor, my partner in crime, and um, happy birthday, darling. And her mom, Peggy Thomas, has a birthday tomorrow. Man, that's and, a bunch of birthdays. Yeah. All right. And I give a shout-out to Donna Miller. She's uh, a client I just wanted to give a shout-out to. All right. Anything uh, Anything else we're going to get in while we're here before we get to Chris? Uh, Not that we can think of? No. Uh, I was trying to get the score of the Alcoa. Oh, yeah. It's on like, the WGNS I, website. Yeah, I'm going to let you do that. that in a we want to give Christopher Hale is our uh, Christopher Hale's, uh, fourth crank. Fourth Congressional. Congressional district candidate with us. Chris, I've got a text question for you. We're glad to have you with us. What can you do that the current congressman cannot? Well, it's a great question. I mean, so Scott DeJarlet has been your congressman for a decade. Uh, he's made $1.7 million. The National Review, which is a famous uh, right-leaning conservative publication, called him America's worst lawmaker. Um, a decade in office, he's shepherded one bill. Um, through the United States Congress, he renamed the post office. Um, so that was his one bill. Uh, bill um, and Ed, if you all want a post office, uh, rename that to you. I can do it on day one. We can get you a post office <laughs> on the fifth of January. I'll take that oath of office. Yeah, do you want I the Memorial think. Boulevard one? Which one? I like kind of like South Church Street. Okay, when it's South Church. That's Street. the one I wanted. <laughs> okay, you can have that one. I'll, I'll take Memorial. But I think that's I a, like Christiana too. They've got a nice. <laughs> yeah, Miller I'd rather have Christiana because I like Bill, Miller's. Bill, we don't. I don't right. think we need. We, 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 have a, no. Are you can we, kidding? Please, he can. He, he had can post really? office renamed seriously. That, Did he have it named after himself? No, I don't think we got. I don't think he was that bold. I mean, actually. Uh, I would have been more impressed. Was it here in Tennessee, Chris? It, yes, it was. It was okay. A, yeah, it was, is he originally from Tennessee? Well, Danger Lay is a Louisiana name. Well, so I believe. You know, I can't comment on the the uh, the French the French soundingness of his name. He's sure. from South Dakota. Just want to throw it out. Originally, we call him South Dakota Scott. So you know, South Dakota Scott. Uh-huh. He actually moved here at, at, after the, he worked um, as a medical doctor. There's some scandal behind that. He worked as a medical doctor for about 25 years, um, but he came because he got an offer to do Medicare and Medicaid practice down in Marion County. So he worked with a bunch of... uh, Jasper. You know it well, down down in Marion County. And I want to be clear about this, folks. In Chris's defense and in mine and Bill's, uh, two years ago, 
I went down to uh, the congressman's office where they maintain an office here in town. It's down on, uh, is it West, West Main? Main yeah. West Main. Yeah. And I went there on, I know two occasions, maybe three, but I know two, and there was no one ever there. No, and that's, that's the best way to describe it. I mean, so, I mean, I, I don't know. But his name's on the building. Right, it's, it's nice. It's, it is on the building, but I think and I'm not. I'm not. I, they just weren't there. We wanted to be fair about it, as you know. We've had, we've had, Billy. We've had many more Republicans up here on this this broadcast yeah. than we've ever had Democrats. Uh, but I can't get anyone up here if they won't. If they won't answer the phone, and they don't have anyone. In well, their and that's the best way to describe it: is Congressman Dejarle won't answer the phone. So we know about this scandal. This this uh, this scandal that really consumed him a decade ago to three abortions, six mistresses, a legal a legal painkiller scandal. What that scandal has done is rendered him ineffective. Essentially, it's made him go into hiding. And Congressman Dejarle has been in hiding for a decade. I mean, it's noteworthy to me that I mean he did get the president's endorsement. Endorsement at the last minute, and you know he begged for Trump's endorsement because he was scared about a primary challenge from a QAnon guy, uh, Doug Meyer. Um, but the reality of it is, Congressman Dejarle to date has zero endorsements from his fellow lawmakers. Not one Tennessee lawmaker has stood up and said, "I am with Scott Dejarle." Think about that. There Not are, one. There, there, you know, there are there are 56 Republicans in the House. There are 19 in the state Senate. There are seven congressional Republicans and two United States senators, and not one of them said Scott. Dejarle is my man, and it's because wow. you know. I mean, the reality of it is, Congressman Dejarle does not have the support of his own party. Um, he does not have the support of rank and file Republicans. You know, nearly thirty thousand of them showed up to vote against him, and so I think the biggest argument I make is he's done nothing. Um, so for me, um, I worked in in government and around government and advocacy. Um, I know how government works, and I can make it work for you. And your families. Um, during this campaign for the United States Congress, um, we've done this in the context of COVID-19. Um, we've helped uh, small businesses right here in the 4th Congressional District get PPP small business loans when Congressman Desjardins did not answer the phone. We made the phone calls. I know how the SBA works. I know how the Small Business Administration works. I know That's who to DC call. stuff. Yes, but we have to understand that like a, a congressman needs to know how government works. And so right. you know, yep. and so you know, Bart Gordon built that Greenway. Yeah, right around the corner. That that is yes, he did. And he took right. a long. Originally, time. that was supposed to go to Clarksville. Did you know that? Yes, it was going to go to Nashville to Clarksville, and you would be able to walk to Clarksville. That would be fine. It'd be like, Isn't that it, wild? It's crazy. But I think one thing. Follow to un- the rivers. <laughs> there you go. But one thing to understand about this is a congressman is actually in competition with 434 other members of Congress. Right. To 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 get resources. to get money. Yeah. To get, to get money. And so I want to be the biggest advocate that God's ever made for Middle Tennessee, for Murfreesboro, for Rutherford County. I think we can bring better businesses. I think we can bring in better infrastructure. We can have better investment. Um, and particularly in those rural communities, Rutherford County more or less is doing five. Obviously, COVID set us sure. back. Yeah. But the structural inequalities in rural Tennessee, there is a deficit of hospitals. That the, Rural Tennessee has a worse deficit of hospitals. I'm thinking about y'all in the Sequatchie Valley, where I was just was today, worse than Iraq, Iran. In Syria, that's so, unbelievable. It's it's and it's unacceptable. Wow, I didn't know. Well, that. and here's here's something I noticed last night. I had CNN on at the house, I, and I, yeah, you know, okay, Rammer there, he's watching CNN. I watch them all. Don't get me wrong. Sure, sure. but I happen to notice there have been I forget how many people, how many thousands elected to Congress. Of this, uh, some three hundred and something only were women. Sure, and of those, only eighty something were women of color. Sure. Now, that is changing. Sure. Now, obviously, you're a man. That's going to be a little tough. To, I mean, you know, but uh, Mariah Phillips ran sure. last time, did a very respectable job, first time out. 
you know, first time out. Well, last time was your first time out. Sure. And first time out's tough. It's sure. always a tough go. We know that. This is your second time. But we ha- we do have challenges there for these ladies. And sure. these, and I couldn't believe, you know, there's things I can't believe, when women didn't have the right to vote. Well, that was, what, the 100th anniversary of women's suffrage. I mean, yeah. I, what, you know, where were these people at? A woman has a right to, hey, a vote is a vote, man. You know. Well, and, and right now, I think you'd take any one you could get. You know, I mean, we're we're happy to have anybody vote. Well, and here's, I think, one of the things that's really interesting that about Congressman Desjardins' career, we talked about that scandal about him as a doctor, right. and that was first litigated in 2010. And then it's, mm-hmm. Has it been that long? It's been that long since we it's found out about it. It's been that long. Yes, it has. And he's been reelected four times since. But what's remarkable about that is we never we always talk about that abor- that scandal in the context of abortion. Yes, it's abortion scandal. We always talk about the drugs and the cocaine and all that. But, you know, it's exciting. But really, what's remarkable about it is it's a story about abuse of power against women. Um, I think the most the most heinous part of the story is what he did to patients, women patients, female young female patients. He's against abortion, but unless it's dealing with him. Yes, exactly. I mean. He, the man has more experience with abortion than any man in Tennessee. And he, he tra- frankly, I mean, the idea that he can call himself pro-life in the traditional sense or in any kind of modified sense is nonsense. Ask ask his ex-wife, who he pulled a gun on. Um, ask his six mistresses, who he admitted to, two of whom he tried to he tried to coerce into abortions. But more importantly, ask the mil- over a million Tennesseans right now who don't have health care, hospitals, good jobs, and living wages. And they'll tell you the truth that Scott Desjardins isn't, pro-life in any capacity but i think what we have to realize is that really what i have to rule women they know that story of scott desjardins uh, the abuse of power against women because they've experienced their own scott desjardins in their own life men in rural tennessee the good old boys network if you will who have abused their power against rural tennessee women and we never really litigate that look um folks think i'm too i'm not i'm too mean you know, my party has got my excuse my language got my ass kicked for a long time around here in Tennessee. And I think we're too nice. I think sometimes we have to litigate things. More. I've heard that. <laughs> yes, we. I, I've heard that. I think that. you might be on. Let to me something. say something. I really do. It would be nice to have a congressman from this area. It's all sure. you know when Bart while. when Bart. It was always nice because when funding came around, like you were saying earlier, regarding MTSU or whatever we things were taken care of well and congressman desjardins i mean he, he is not present to the entire community but he is particularly not present in rutherford county you go to the gop office what you walk by the mexico city cafe they got signs for president trump they got signs for bill haggerty but they and don't Billy. Have- where's that scott desjardins sign and you know i we know the local gop officials well why aren't they standing up and and, and crying for for you know for the the, the lauding Scott Desjardins because he doesn't right. have support in this area and look no matter what you think about my politics I'm from here um, I have a particular affection for Rutherford County I'm a public school educated here in Rutherford County in Murfreesboro my entire childhood and you know we don't know who the next president of the United States was. Um, I was actually on a faith advisory council for President Trump, and I know President, Vice President Biden by name, and he knows me. Wouldn't it be nice to have a congressman who has a relationship with the president of the United States and who can get stuff done for Rutherford County? Where did you go to school? Give us a Oh, yeah, sure. So um, let's see. So Case and Lane Academy was where Case I started. The C- first year round that Reagan put through. C- CLA. In the country. Yes, 
94, right. the year-round school. So I was a right. product of that. You know, remember that? So of course we modified it, but there used to be year-round, and then traditional would do the alternatives. Right. So I went to Casey Lane Academy. Um, I was born in Regency Park. That's MT uh, MC Medical Center, the old one, um, like right up right. the road. That yeah. uh, about yeah, we got rid of about a decade ago. Um, but then um, I went to Siegel Elementary, Siegel Middle, and Siegel High School. Now, here's the funny thing. So, 31, so you can kind of imagine when I kind of grew up in Murfreesboro, I went to four brand new schools the first year they opened. Case and Lane the first year up in Siegel Elementary, Siegel Middle, Siegel High School. Wow. So, you know, I um, I saw I, my my life was kind of the experience of growth of Murfreesboro. And I think the day I was born, we had 34,000 people um, in Murfreesboro. So, I was born, you know, and then it just took sure. off. I saw the growth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, see, that's what I've always said, and Bill knows this. I came here in 1980. Mm -hmm. So we got here, and a few months after that, they uh, announced that Nissan would be built. Bam. Hit the, lit the fuse. And, man, it was off to the races. Sure. And, like you said, here in Rutherford County, Chris, we've been very fortunate. Sure, we've seen We've this. weathered some storms that most areas in, in Middle Tennessee or all through Tennessee have not been able to Weather to weather, yeah, yeah, sure. You know, but we we have the economy has been where it has ebbed and flowed pretty good. You We're know. the last to be affected um, and the first to come out of it. The recession. That's sure. right. Well, yeah. we are, and in a way, it, that's great. But in a way, it can be bad because we we fail to, to realize what the rest of the country is is suffering from. I mean, they're hurting. Well, you know. and what's interesting about that, I want to criticize my own party again, if I can. So, okay. look, so you know, we had the recession of 08, 07, 09 really into 2010 even and when we had that recovery act you remember that recovery mm -hmm. act right that investment went disproportionately to six counties in this state they went to the major six counties they right. went they went to davidson they went to shelby they went to knox they hamilton. went to hamilton montgomery and rutherford. And, and rutherford as well but the money where the money went the jobs went so if you look i'm not kidding when you get down in the squatchy valley the, the height of the recession in 2010 Rutherford County's unemployment rate was right around 10%. Before uh, COVID-19 came, we were below three. Yeah, you know, that's crazy. So, but if you look at places like uh, Meigs County and, and in Ray County, they still that's had about 70% of the unemployment rate that they had before the recession. They never recovered. They never They're recovered. The right, everything would just like it was exactly and so what we have got to realize is there there are there are structures that are in place that that protect rutherford county but i think one of the things we have to have, be so concerned about going forward is as we see as we see the growth of rutherford county there are always backlashes of growth we're seeing that right now in davidson county that you know mayor cooper was elected because people were sick of the growth they, they were sick slow of slow it down they were and, and understandably and the biggest the biggest way we see this effectively is through our schools we now have what 12 public high schools here in rutherford county we have to ensure the quality of that education. We have to ensure that our class sizes don't get too big. But we also have to ensure that, that people still want to teach. You know, right now, the average wage, Rutherford County teachers, I know you're listening right now, you know, the, the, the effective average wage of a Rutherford County school teacher has stayed stagnant for about 20 years. Wow. It's, it's unacceptable. Right. It is unacceptable. But I can tell you about those 12 schools because this young man right here to my right, Dalton Barrett and his father and John Dingus are spending all their time trying to memorize every single stat they can of every single football player that the field was we just started this past weekend <laughs> teachers have more responsibility today and, 
They do. I with mean, COVID, with it's security. Huge, huge. We have 12 schools. It's, it's unbelievable. Well, and we had the, no. we, we had this contentious county school board uh, election and some contentious meetings where some things said that I don't right. frankly agree with it. But what's remarkable about it is we have really tough situations where county school boards are having to make decisions about the well-being of staff, of children, of teachers, and they're having to stare at the reality of dollars and cents. You know, we know, That's it right. is expensive, the social distance. The reality right. of setting up these structures are First different. time in history. Sure, exactly. I guess. Well, I, it's a precedent. Well, you got to realize, too, I mean, we, we understand, we shut down this economy because the government told us to, which is right. They made the right decision. Sure. But, but the government should then, I think, foot the bill. They should foot the bill for what they did and for what they told us to do. And now they're saying to come back to you know right. full, to to full employment, to come back to school. There's these guidelines, but the federal government to date has provided zero dollars and zero cents. Well, and that's the thing that and and uh, I was talking to our our daughter about this last night. We we brought it up in conversation. However, it came up. I mentioned you were going to be on the broadcast, and I said the federal government. And however, we got to this. And uh, I said, the federal government has one big advantage that state and local governments do not have. They have the ability to print money. Exactly. There is, there asking, is no said, deficit that Tennessee said, can have. Where does all this money come from? I said, they print it. They do. And I said, that's the advantage federal government has. That Ed, you got one in your trunk state. of your car. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the, I, will you please shut uh, up? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, this young man wants to be a congressman. Know, joking, We're up here corrupting him. <laughs> no, here no uh, evil, but, see no evil. <laughs> okay, you're gonna you're gonna fit right in. <laughs> let's. I'll tell you what. Seriously, now, let's talk about these young people that are helping you downstairs because sure. your office is right below the officer yeah. at WGNS. And man, you have got some kids that are on fire. I just met Jude. He's up here or down here, I should say. In the great city of New York, yes, right from Manhattan. You've got them from all over. These sure. kids are on fire for you. Well, Stephen you know, Reynolds' son's even yeah, working Austin with you. Reynolds. All of you. Uh, Carson. Has, Turner, yeah. Carson, I've yeah. talked with you, you know, in the last few days, set this up, help set up. Thank you, Carson. Uh, tell us about it. I mean, these sure. kids are on fire for you. Well, you know, I mean, we... And it takes this Hell's Army? Is that what no, it's... Hell's what Angels. Hell's, Hell's Angels. Angels. <laughs> like, come on. I thought it's Hell's Army. Man, yeah. I'll tell you. Hell's Angels. We have a logo. So we have a logo for it. But I think I think that <laughs> these young people are, you know, they're some of the best. I want to tell a quick story. So, of course, you have Austin Reynolds, who's Stephen Reynolds' uh, 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 child. He just graduated from UNT Law. He's a native. He went to Blackman, and he's back in town. Um, we have folks who, who have come um, from across the country, Iowa and New York City. Etc. But we also have a young woman right here named Tanya Gutierrez. She just graduated from Central Magnet School. She's a dreamer, so she's undocumented. Um, she grew up. Her mom waited tables, um, um, actually down in Woodbury, and she she did good, good in school. She went to Central Magnet. Sophomore at Brown University. Wow, impressive beyond belief. Right. Um, native of our community, not a citizen, but truly a Tennessean and American. You say she's undocumented. She is. We'll see. So is Bill. Mister Miss Wilson never got papers. On <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. But, I'm but sorry. Go ahead, Craig. But I think, that, I think the best thing to describe it is my staff represents the diversity of this state and the diversity of this community. You know, Stephen Reynolds, I think Stephen and uh, Austin are like seventh-generation Tennesseans. Now, know? how many offices do you have? And, and how many? Because this is just 
this sure. is just one bunch here. Sure I mean, is. you're bound to have these kids in other places. It's so, unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, so by the end of this campaign, we'll have offices hopefully in Bradley County. We have a Murray. We have one here, and probably in McMinnville too. Um, the, so, but what 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 makes this uh, community possible is we actually at the day just passed our 3,800 donor. Now, here's here's what I'm impressed about that. That number is more than Bill Haggerty and Manny Sethi combined. So 3,800 3, individual donors. individual donors, and so from and what makes me so happy is they're from every county in this district, but also impressively every state in this country. So uh, this camp is that right? Yes, yeah, so every state in this country. So the entire nation is looking to this race. We've been written about in the Washington Post, CNN, even my friends at Fox News have talked about this campaign because people are seeing something's going on in rural Tennessee. We had the biggest crowd. Did you talk to Tucker Carlson? <laughs> Tucker, you know, I have been told. I'll take off the hat someday. I have been told there is some facial resemblance with me. And Tucker, <laughs> I, I don't know what I think about that. I don't know if it's a put down or a compliment. I mean, he, he looks young for his age. So he's like, yeah. I don't know what to say about it. But, you know, I think the big thing I would say is that, like, this, these, these young people have really been the catalyst of this. We have 3,800 donors. We outraised Scott Desjardins by five to one, which is the biggest margin of any congressional candidate in the nation during a pandemic mind you um we have over 500 volunteers on the ground do y'all like those hell yes signs that are, that are around town we got right them. and that's one reason we want to set it up is so folks that you're watching on facebook live or wherever you may be watching from wgns uh, facebook you, live page whatever you may whoever it is um it's uh or bill's page mr murfsborough uh to identify this this young man with with the sign okay and you see these signs all over the place and uh, Chris, it's older folks thing, don't like it. You know. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing about it. If you're not going to vote for me because of the sign, you probably weren't going to vote for me in the right. first place. Yeah. You know, um, but really, you know, what's amazing about these signs is here, let me tell you how this works. So we have over a thousand of these in the ground. We're hoping to have over ten thousand in the ground by election day throughout all sixteen counties. About half of them. It just so happens your name's Hale. You exactly. just don't. You don't want to go there. I mean, it's, sure. it's you know what I mean. <laughs> sure. Hale. Hale. But I mean, yes. but uh, that's another your age. You're thirty one. Sure. And same age as me. <laughs> and. Uh, we, There's sure. nothing funny about that, no, guys. Uh, I should <laughs> half. <laughs> and exactly, you're right. Half the age. I'm 62. I'm not ashamed. I know I look much older, but that's what's working with Bill and Dalton gets you. Uh, <laughs> but a lot of our people are a lot older. Sure. Mr. Biden, uh, Vice President, is 76 or 77. Trump himself is what 73, 74. Nancy Pelosi's in her seventies. Yeah. I mean, youth drives younger. It. I mean, it's time for you. Well, and, and, and I'll say this on either part because we've got some in the Republican Party that, you know, Chuck Grassley has been there. I mean, <laughs> sure. when I was in three cornered pants. I mean, well, great. You know. So here, here's the reality. I mean, really. Well, okay, so. Um, Al Gore was 29 when he was elected to this office. His father was 33 when he was elected to this office. And the best example I have is a lot of my conservative friends. Do you like Lamar Alexander? Uh, Lamar Alexander, at 32 years old, was right. a the plaid shirt. Wore the plaid shirt. He, he, the first, he, I always love this story. So at 32, he was like, I need, I'm in a deeply democratic state. I'm a young Republican with a New York City education. I need to come right. back home and, right. and, and I'm going to run for office. I'm, I need to get out there. So he rode a bike. From Mountain City to Memphis, 535 miles yep. into the Mississippi River. He lost a race to actually end up being a very corrupt. Uh, Is that Jake Butch? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry. Governor Blanton. And so right. at 36, at 36, he's, he's like, I'm going to do this again. 
And he says, you know what? I'm going to walk. I, you know what? Screw the bicycle. I'm going to walk. He walked. That's right. He did walk. He so, yeah. I mean, so for me, I'm running in a very Republican state. Um, I have walked. I have bicycled. We have Airstream. We have truck. But the biggest thing we're doing is I'm eating my way through Tennessee. I've eaten every barbecue and corn. I was going to say, it's like you put on some weight. <laughs> you think, <laughs> well, you think in, this, in this weather, you'd, the man would lose a little weight, right. but he's thin it's anyway. Good, you're blip. But, yeah, exactly. but here's the thing, Chris, and I've always said this, the pendulum is constantly swinging. Sure. Maybe sometimes not fast, maybe sometimes very slowly. And I think we're starting to see the pendulum reach its peak and maybe it's headed back now that that's life that well, happens we and talked it's, about whether you this like or, it or not yeah. it happens we talked about know. this earlier like in a church or, or any type of thing organization the youth sooner or later are going to be the decision makers sure people are dying out i mean it's the youth is what really drives well and the idea that any organization sure. I think. And you're going to have the elders but the elder statesmen, but you're going to have the youth well, the energy and we we use the word youth and Millennials are forty now. Millennials, I know. Are, you Mil- know I was watching some on television some this afternoon. Up, you know, like and millennials so, are forty. You know, right? And, and the reality of it is, that my party once again. So the average age of the United States Congress has never been older in the history of this I country. Know. Democrats or Republicans? Democrats or Republicans? The average age has never been older. So you know, it, it, there is, and here's my question: Are you happy with the way things are going? Are you happy with Congress? Are you one of 11 percent of Americans who are happy with the United States Congress? 89 percent of you are not happy, and so maybe it's time for a new generation. We're not as ideologically driven. We don't have the old battle scars with it, and we're willing to get right. things done. Right. Okay. Now we have. Christopher Hale is with us. He's a, con- he's a candidate for the 4th congressional-, congressional District here in Middle Tennessee. Mr. Murfreesboro, Bill Wilson is with us. Dalton Barrett's on the board. I'm Evan Lee Raymer. We're going to go to our to a break. We want to give Chris maximum yield of our time. We're going to go to our break. We'll be back with you in about three minutes. You're listening to the Evan Lee Raymer Show. Stay with us. You know, I wanted to take just a minute and tell you about one of our finer restaurants here in town. That's Zao's Hibachi and Sushi Grill. Now, they are located out of Highway 231. That's Memorial Boulevard. Go out on past Adams Place. Go right up past Walmart and to the left, take your next stoplight. That's Wendellwood Drive. 149 Wendellwood Drive, Sweet B5. They're in the Sprout Shopping Center. This is one of the most unique restaurants you will ever eat at. Appetizers, extensive menus, soups, salad sushi starters but the biggest thing that you'll enjoy is the show on the hibachi grills now mark has set up four of these grills and these chefs are second to none uh, the food very reasonably priced and if you got the kids with you a date with you they will show you a good time that's zao's hibachi and sushi grill 145 Wendellwood drive here in murfreesboro Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murphy Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murphy Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. 
know somebody or do you yourself have storm damage on your house? Well, let me tell you about a locally owned business who you can call, Oakstone Builders, LLC. They specialize in commercial and residential construction, remodel, and insurance work such as storms, floods, and fire. You can reach them at 931-488-5967. That's 931-488-5967. Or you can walk on in at 3173 South Church Street here in Murfreesboro. Once again, that's 931-488-5967. Ronna McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. During her 29-year tenure, she's won multiple awards for being a top producer. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DNJ Ruthie Awards. She's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203, or reach her at 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyronda.com. Thanks for tuning in, and when you get ready to buy or sell real estate, give the Thomas Wilson team with parts a call at 615-406-5872. We've been in the real estate business for over 25 years and have helped over a 1,000 families with their real estate needs. And we'd love the opportunity to serve you and your families. This is Bill Wilson with the Thomas Wilson team at Parks here in Murfreesboro. Give us a call. We will not disappoint. Curb them, crack them, or bend them. We can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Hello everyone, it's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I'm Leah, the Bond Girl and owner of Grumpy's Bail Bonds, now serving 24 Middle Tennessee counties. Sometimes bad things really do happen to good people. And if you find yourself in jail needing bail, Grumpy's Bail Bonds is here for you. We'll get you out of jail with the fastest, friendliest, most affordable service. I guarantee you'll be happy when you call Grumpy's, 877-GRUMPY'S, or go to my website at grumpysbailbonds.com. Back to the Evanly Raymer Show with your host Ed Raymer. Let's get back to the program. All right, thank you. We are back with Christopher Jolly. Hey, all right here on WGNS. Uh, Bill Wilson, Mr. Murphy Burr is here. Dalton Barrett's on the board. Chris, how do you feel about term limits? Yeah, I support them. You know, um, Congressman Dejolay ran on them um, in 2010. He said he would do three terms, and he's still in office. Um, I think we sure. need them. Um, that being said, I think that we have to be smart. 
and understand the historic role of a legislator as a citizen. You know, that's the most important title. So I definitely think we need term limits. Um, I think the best way we can get term limits for Congressman Nadir Lay is on November 3rd, obviously. But we've got we've got to have the in 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 the reality of having politicians who are up there for 20, 30, 40 yeah. years. Um, you know, I think uh, you know, Mitt Romney, I don't agree on a lot, but Mitt Romney's dad, George Romney, once said the Mitt, do not run for office as a means of paying the mortgage. Do right. not view this as a lifelong effort to, to right. make money because if you more have of an to, advocate. Well, if you have to win the next election to pay your mortgage, doesn't that affect your worldview? Won't you say yeah. anything or sure. do anything to win that election? Well, the whole truth of the matter is, thank you, uh, uh, George Washington changed that at the end of eight years. He sure. said, "Guys, I'm out of here." He could have made himself a king or or a you know, or a well, prince, or whatever yeah. he wanted to be, and that's what they were trying to get away from. That's right. You know, he was yeah, exactly. But and but they did not instill term limits in the presidency the, in or the uh, well, um, or the uh, the Congress. Yeah, FDR Congress. was the only one that's had more than what he, he had, had four. Ter- four. He was into his yeah. fourth term. He, he died yeah, very shortly into his fourth. Well, yeah. you know, it's interesting. I think that there we so term limits are only for the office of the presidency. I think there, in terms of the number one polling issue that the majority of Americans agree on year after year, it's term limits. People from the left and the right think that it, it, it's a best way to, to keep things fresh. It is very hard to win as a challenger in this country because the incumbency comes with the, the built-in advantage. War chest. You get the war chest, but you also have you have you have franking privileges. You have the ability to send out mail from the U.S. government right. that's thinly mm-hmm. disgu- thinly disguised. Right now you can. Mail. And <laughs> you're on television. You get television coverage. You're on either C-SPAN or CNN or Fox sure. or NSNBC exactly. or whatever. You get, you know, if you want to be, if you have a scandal, good or bad, your picture's right there on the tube on the evening news. Sure. I got a question and, for uh, you, please. When when is the debate? When will you get to debate? Yes. Do you Deja do you have Lai. a debate date? Is it coming up? Will it come up? You know, um, I think Congressman Desjardins will decline me as he's declined my predecessors. If you Google Congressman Desjardins debate, you will see a litany of DNJ, Tennessee, and WGNS WGN articles WGNS articles about Congressman Desjardins declining debates. Here's the reality: he's not going to debate me, so I'm just going to run around him and, and right. go everywhere. There's 254. Uh, communities in this congressional district, um, including about 24 here in Murfreesboro. And so the reality of it is is that those communities know me because I've shown up. They do not know my opponent. For me, the biggest issue of the election come November is who's fought for you and who hasn't. Uh, Tennessee does not know Congressman Desjardins. Congressman Desjardins does not know Tennessee. He does not know our joys, our hopes, our sufferings and anxieties. He is a resident of Northern Virginia. That's where he lives. That's where his life is. He's not with us and with our community. And so I'm not too worried about him not debating me. I'll simply just win the election. Right. Just win. Just show just, up. I just mean, won the election. Now, let me ask you, does anyone know yet? Because I do not. And Chris, you, I'm sure if anyone would, you would. When does early voting begin? Is that set up yet? So it is. I do not know. Bill, did you? I, I haven't talked to Alan, so I don't know. I think it's the Wednesday. Well, text <laughs> Yeah, find out. I think it's Wednesday, October 17th. I'll, I'll double check that. I'm, okay. I, don't, don't make that as gospel. Yeah, sometime but in sure. October, for sure. It's 20 days before Election Day. So it starts on Wednesday. I do know that to be the case. So it's Wednesday, three weeks out from the election. Um, and so, you know, early voting, and we talked about this before, early voting is, I think, the best way for your listeners to vote. Um, it is reliable. 
reliable. You know you see your vote. Oh, I love it. I yes. love it. And, and Allen's made it easy for Tennessee, for, for, for Rutherford County. You have somewhere 8 to 12 voting centers. You don't have to You don't have to be in the precinct. You can simply show up to any voting center right. near your work, Convenience. near your school. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, the reality of it is, too, once again, is that we've got to participate in this election. You know in your bones that it's different this time. Look at the mask that we go around in, that we look at the lives, how they've changed day in and day out. Um, we we know that this election's huge and important. And, you know, if you do not like me yet, you should know this. You should know that I like you. I'm a fan of you. Um, I want to be your fighter for you. I want to show up for you and your families. I want to know you. I want to know your stories. And I'd ask yourself, have you in a decade ever met Congressman Desjardins, you met, you paid him one point eight million dollars. Have you ever met the guy? Do you know anything about him? Do you know what he stands for? Do you know what he's fighting for? Um, he has not been. He has not stood before the people of Tennessee in a town hall forum for two thousand six hundred and thirty-one days. That is longer than World War One and World War Two combined. It's longer than the Vietnam War. The man has not stood before our people in eight years. And and, and so you know, I've had two town halls. In three hours, if you hate me, I know it. You can come yell at me in person. Do you have? When's your next one? Do you have one planned? We should. Let, yeah, we should yeah. have. Well, I believe we'll have. We'll have them almost every weekend until the election, from Thursday to Sunday. Um, we will likely have one in Rutherford County, and right before Labor Day weekend. So um, we we post these on our Facebook page. But all sixteen counties will hear from me again and again and again. And one thing I want to make very clear is I understand that Rutherford County. And just Murfreesboro. I understand there's Laverne, Kittrell. I understand there's Las Casas, Bradyville, Smyrna, Reedville. You know, everywhere. I, there, there are sure. And the, there, the, I mean, we have to acknowledge that there, that the the these the centrifugal force of these communities are not just the county seat. It's not just Murfreesboro. There's other parts of this county that have been forgotten for too long. But all of Rutherford County has been forgotten by, by Scott DeJoy. He hasn't stepped foot in this county in two years hasn't stepped foot you know and so you do not know him because he, he does not come around and so i think we need a congressman that knows us and you know i know how government works i can i know how to make government work for you and your families um we need we need um investment in this community you know bart gordon got us the green wave what has congressman desirelle gotten you unemployment's higher than it's been since the great depression we have this great public health crisis we're not sure if sec football is coming back we're not sure if ntsu's football is coming back we we, we have stadiums at one-third capacity for our local football games our economy's crumbling our infrastructure is falling apart things are falling apart in this country and for 70 days in january february and march congressman desjardin knew this virus was coming he was briefed on it in mid-january he didn't do a damn thing about it and after it came he's doing little to, to, to help us you know i don't agree with president trump on much but can i say he tweeted out something that's pretty good um on march 14th congressman desjardin voted no he was one of 39 people in the u.s congress a very small minority he voted no on a bill that would have given tennessee free virus testing which we eventually got over his no vote paid sick leave so you don't have to go to school or work if you or your child is sick from COVID-19 and a tax credits, which became the small business stimulus, which according to the federal government, uh, over 600 businesses in Rutherford County took advantage of. Congressman Desjardins voted no on all of them. 
the president of the United States, he tweets some things sometimes. He goes to Tweeter Machine. He tweets out the men who opposed that bill were third-rate stooges. So I am he with said that. He did. So I am with President Trump. Congressman Desjardins was a third-rate stooge there. We know, and we've got to have a congressman that. Now he actually pre- he actually I, tweeted that. Yeah. third-rate stooge. What did I just tell you? You can agree to disagree Agreeably. agreeably. Sure. Now, you know, Congressman, you know, President Trump is a fighter and sometimes he calls people names, you know, and it's not within my DNA. Sure, it can be, it can be awful childish. It can be childish, but it is what the president does. He's the leader of the Republican Party. He's the president of these United States. Um, He, Congressman DeJoe was one of the first persons to endorse President Trump, you know, so, you know, they they at least outwardly tie at the hip. But when it comes to policy, they actually have profound disagreements, particularly on how to help Tennessee. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. True. Okay, uh, Bill, do you have any, do you have yeah. anything? I'm sorry, I can't. You know, we, um, we've covered a lot. Learning of stuff, yeah. Oh so, yeah. The date uh, is November third. Third. Yeah. So 3rd. we have 72 days till election day. You know, and so you know, the big thing I would say to folks here in Rutherford County is that ain't far away. You know, we are in the. It'll cl- be here before you know it. We're in the climactic end of this campaign, um, and you know, we had the federal elections, we had the Senate elections. But, you know, all the signs and indicators say that this is the election that Tennessee should be focused on, that our community should be focused on in terms of the energy, in terms of the resources that have invested, in terms of the national attention that's being paid towards it. And I think the big question that Tennesseans have to ask, um, when this pandemic is over, who helped them and who didn't? Who was there for them when times are tough and who wasn't? COVID-19 is the most important issue um, of this election. It's the most important issue of our lifetime. You know, when I'm elected to Congress, I'll do everything I can to ensure that you never have to wear this mask again, that right. our schools can be filled, that the pews can be filled on Sunday, that we can worship the Lord uh, without fear. But we've got to beat this virus with truth, with facts, with science, with the, go- the brain that God gave us, and we can't, we can't skirt responsibility anymore. Well, we do have, and we all continue to pray for the, 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 the scientists, doctors, sure. and researchers around the globe Amen. that are trying to find a cure for this thing or a vaccine or whatever it may be. Uh, I don't think in my lifetime, I don't know of the world coming together on the, on, on, on the medical side to try and fight this thing any more than, than any bill have you I, I don't believe i ever no i mean anything like yeah this. i mean it doesn't matter if you're a democrat or a republican we need to get a hold of this like you said no i mean you've got people we need a jonas salk or yeah. somebody you know with polio uh, right well COVID 19 doesn't care uh who you are um where you're from or, some people yeah, say no. it was formed in china it doesn't matter where if no. it was a human made it or it came from an animal the, the point being it's here it now is. And it doesn't. It doesn't care. And it looks as though we're going to have to continue to deal with this thing on down the road because well, it would be in modern in, in in modern times and even under normal circumstances, this thing takes time to develop a vaccine for. It must be tested. You don't want to shoot something into you right away unless it's tested out really right. good, well, you know? Yeah. One of the things y'all should know is I did run for this office in 2018, but it took a long time to decide if I was going to run again in 20. Um, I'm one of the only candidates in this country that signed up to run for federal office for the United States Congress after COVID-19 came to, to you know, I, I sent in my petitions with gloves, right. with a hand mask, you know, and, and that, that was the defining, that is the defining feature 
of my campaign. I'm one of the only candidates in the country who can say that. Um, COVID-19 is why I'm running. It's why I'm here. To me, it's the most pertinent issue we will ever face in our lifetimes. It is a virus that has the ability to destroy Tennessee lives and livelihoods. 1,600 are dead, and I pray for them every day. But the most thing, biggest thing we have to promise to them and their families, I think of David Settle's family here, Darius right. who died. Right. I think the biggest thing we have to promise to these families is never again. We got to be ready for this. To me, if, if we value life, if we value the dignity of human life, we value the dignity of God's children and, and tendency livelihoods, we've got to get this virus under control. We got to do it together. Folks, I want to tell you something. I've said this before and I'll say it again. You know, we always hear people talking about how bad things are, okay? And if you don't vote, you know, you don't have a right to gripe and all that. Okay, that's fine. You can still gripe if you vote or not. That's fine. But if you really want to make a difference, do as this young man has done twice now. Go put your name on a ballot. You better think about that. Chris, we're going to have you back probably in a month or two as Appreciate we move it. on closer Thank to, you. to that time. Thank you for having me. Give us uh, your, your where people can reach you right now to, to, to vote, to donate, to whatever. We've got sure. less than a minute left. You know, um, number one, thank you all for having me. More than um, happy to do it. Well, it's, it's been an honor. You know, I'm from here. I'm a lifelong Tennessean. I grew up here, public educated here. Um, I've spent my life standing up to the bullies and fighting for forgotten families. Um, you might not know it now, but folks who have been to my events, who have been to my campaign office, have seen the energy, particularly in rural Tennessee, record crowds, and seeing something happening. They have a sentiment in their heart, and they're seeing it with their eyes, and they're feeling it in their bones. You might not know it now, but I'm going to be your next congressman. So visit ChristopherHale.com, H-A-L-E.com. Join the most historic movement to, to, in Tennessee's political history. Thank you for having me. Glad to be with you, Edwin Lee Raymer, Bill Wilson. Back with you next week. Stand by for the 9 o'clock hour. Thanks for joining us.